Fueled, episode number 50. It all starts with an idea with Alan Maiman and Cooper Weiss. Welcome to Fueled, the podcast for teens that aspire for greatness. My name is Easton Allred, and I am a successful entrepreneur, athlete, college student, and personal development guru. Each week, I interview successful and inspiring individuals that will teach you the secrets of setting goals and developing life-changing habits that will fuel you to greatness. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get fueled. Hello, Fuel listeners, and welcome to episode number 50 of Fuel. This is your podcast host, Easton Allred, and as usual, I am so excited to be on the podcast with you guys today, and really cool guests getting on, 17-year-old entrepreneurs, Cooper Weiss and Alan Maman. These guys own multiple five-figure companies, are working with some of the biggest names in entrepreneurship like Gerard Adams, and their most known company is Fidget360, which have blown up. They're all over high schools all across America, have made some incredible sales with that, and they're making some serious money. They could be making a living, and they're only 17 years old. So very, very impressive on that end. And these guys are the definition of hustlers. Now, what I want you guys to understand about this episode and about Alan and Cooper is is they're not brilliant. They're not geniuses. They just, what they did is they just thought outside of the box. It's not like they were way ahead in school than everybody else. That's not the case for them. It's what, what it's been for them is that they've been able to work harder than everyone else. They had the idea and they made it happen. So super, super excited to have them on. Cooper, Allen, could you guys introduce yourself to my guests and tell them about sales, what states you're in, and how's that all going for you? Thanks, man. So... We started the company about three months ago, and in the past 30 days, we've done $50,000 in sales, grinding, working every day, and uh, yeah, we're, we're looking to keep expanding, keep building. Nice. So what, what's that like? I mean, having having a, a company that's making $50,000, and you guys are just getting started too. I mean, what's that like doing, and I'm assuming you're both in high school as well. What's that like? It's 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 quite a balance of like you know school social life and working. Um, right now, Cooper and I we probably go to bed in what one in the morning, two in the morning every night. Um, we have the entire operation in Cooper's basement, so I have to drive home. Um, but yeah, for, for the most part, it's 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 quite the hustle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I gotta tell you, I wish I could drive first of all, but you guys need to get out of school. That's the way to go. I mean, so I don't know if you guys knew this about me, but I did homeschool for two years, and now I mean now I'm doing college and stuff, but. I don't actually have to go to school, and it opens up so much for me. So I think you guys should uh, maybe give that a thought, especially with your, what you're doing right now. But absolutely killing it. Could you tell my audience what's the journey been like starting your businesses? I just want to hear that story. Yeah, so we started at a pretty young age. And, you know, when you're starting at 14, 15 years old, it's, like, kind of hard to get respect from adults, like being in the adult wor- wor- world and all the businesses and stuff. And, uh definitely doesn't you don't definitely hit success like on your first business like we've gone through many failures like you never hit it big on your first shot and like we keep like learning from our experiences like in the past like two three years like me and alan we have learned so much from taking action and doing stuff outside of school and like starting our businesses and actually learning from experience yeah definitely and i think what you said about failure is so true i think 
it's been uh, it's been way too real for me to see how many times I've failed over and over and over again, and just within my podcast. But it's definitely hard work to be doing something different like that. So, what are two of the biggest lessons that you've learned from starting your companies? Yeah, honestly, personally, I'd probably say just work hard. Like you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how smart you are, it doesn't matter how talented you are. You know, what I mean? if you're not willing to put in the work, then it, your company's never going to go anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah, I also think that communication and transparency is very important. Like just being on the same base, like choosing, like especially having like a good connection with your partner, being very transparent about everything in business. Mm-hmm. Like it's that's like very important. Like and it's been making how we've been so su- successful with everything. So when you say that you think transparency is a huge part, could you go a little bit deeper? Yeah, like for example, when Cooper and I, let's say we're discussing like a business idea or proposal, we're not going to be like. Oh yeah, that sounds good. We're not, we're not going to sugarcoat it. Basically, we're going to say, "Listen, I think it sounds terrible because of this, this, this." <laughs> yeah. Build kind of ways around it to kind of figure out how we can kind of get to that point and still be successful. If I'm feeling strongly about something, but I don't really want to, like, it's something that I'm like kind of thinking to myself. Like, I'm just going to go out straight out and say it, so there's no like inside like problems inside beef you could say oh yeah I, th- I think that's totally true i mean a lot of times especially with business partners you see so often when they're not transparent and they're not willing to tell tell each other what's going on going on and and steve jobs one of the things that he says that i really li- like to listen to is he says it's not about what you say yes to it's about what you say no to that makes you successful so i think that's huge and uh, what like what do you like most about having this business it's really just the grind and the work. And honestly, I also love like we get like so many messages from customers just being like, thank you so much. You guys are amazing. Like this product's helping me so much. And just like seeing the positive impact that like we're creating and just getting all like the good feedback. I just love starting businesses up and like building it from nothing to like something and actually having like an impact and like influencing mm. people. Yeah, definitely. So I, I, I'm really interested to hear more about these businesses because I know about Fidget 360. It's the, it's that little spinner thing that's so awesome. I, I got one and I love that thing. But um, what other companies do you guys have? Yeah. So in the past, like I don't, I'm not, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the game Minecraft. Um, I basically built about two to three Minecraft servers from scratch. Um, where we basically paid YouTubers to basically promote it. We had like paid packages, like coin packs. And then within like two months, I think we hit 15 grand in sales, which which is pretty good. And, yeah, I mean, so yeah. you guys are entrepreneurs. I mean, you guys are killing it right now. Do you think that everybody is meant to be an entrepreneur? Do you think that all teens should be starting businesses? I mean, it really depends on like what you want to do. I mean, personally, I would I don't really want to work for anyone else. And I wouldn't be happy like working that nine to five job working at like mcdonald's or whatever like personally that's like just me but i, I don't know what makes yeah. other people what it's really whatever makes other people happy you know yeah i think, I think they, it all equates to happiness you know what i mean like if you're not going to be happy um waking up every morning having to you know report to a boss or having to you know deal with employees you don't like um then i think that you know but if you are happy doing that then by all means go for it um mm. but yeah personally as group and i both said we wouldn't be happy we, we'd rather be basically failing every company that have to wake up every morning and have to deal with that kind of nine to five struggle. I agree with you on that. And I think there's a lot of value to becoming an entrepreneur because there's so many lessons that you can learn from starting young and starting your own business as a teenager that you'd never be able to learn in school. And that's networking, how to deal with people, how to make money in the real world, how to market a product. And I think that those things are very hard to learn in school. And you even learn better time management from starting your own business. And and aside from that, I think the entrepreneur mindset 
is what everyone needs to adopt. And that's just kind of trying to reach new heights, trying to develop yourself as a person, how to better the real world. And just always staying positive is, is some of the things that entrepreneurs try to do within their head and trying to keep their mind sharp. But the next question I have for you guys is what does your average work day look like? How many hours do you put in? Where do you work at? I just want to get that vision. Yeah, so basically right after school, 2.30, we get out and we just work nonstop until 1 in the morning every <laughs> single day. Uh, and then weekends, it's pretty much all yeah. day, too. Um, right now, we handle everything from production to marketing to customer service. Like, we literally run the entire thing from my basement. <laughs> wow. Uh, we're and going it, and stuff at the post office, going to New Jersey CBS, for meetings, going to Brooklyn for meetings. CVS. CVS. Taping up, printing labels. Yeah, yeah. Basically, we just run everything here. So, yeah. So, so what do you do that takes the most time? And, and the other question I had is you have this idea to start. I want to hear what made you have the idea and then how did you execute that idea? How did you find a place to start making your product? Right. So me and myself, I pushed up ADHD. And I was looking online for like things like this. And I found that spinners were a thing. But the thing was that no actual company was making them. And I thought, you know, like I've got the skills. I've got the resources. Um, so I basically bought a few online. I noticed that my school had 3D printers and the Cooper and I just started printing them after school. Um, no with the 3D way. Printers. And back, Out of your school? And, and had, what? Yeah. It was, it was like, I would, uh, I'd say after school till like eight o'clock every day. And, um, it was basically free. It was literally a free $25 and at school they just sold out crazy. Um, so that, that's when, that's when we really saw the potential and we we're like, we need to take this online. Wow. Yeah. So we, we actually made enough money to buy our own 3D printer start selling them on our own, set up a website, set up an Instagram page. And fast forward, we ended up buying eight 3D printers and that wasn't even enough. So now we have to go through a 3D printing company in Brooklyn and they produce the um, 3D printed plastic part. And wow. then we do the rest of the here. Yeah. Man, what a cool idea. I mean, you just saw something that was needed, made it happen. That's sick. And, and I got to tell you, so Alan, you sent me that Fidget 360 and I took it to uh, – I went to lunch with some of my friends at the school and, and I was just kind of showing to everyone and everyone was going crazy because it's such a cool product. I love it. But um, the next question I have for you guys is how do you define success? I mean, there's so many different definitions that people have. How do you guys define it? In my, part, in, in my opinion, I think success, as I said before, it's all, about, it's all based upon happiness. You know what I mean? Like I think that if you yourself on the inside are happy, like, not, not, not like you buy a Lamborghini and you're happy for a day and the next day you're miserable. I mean like you've reached that, that total point of happiness and that defines your success. Um, and yeah, like you said, other people uh, say it in different ways. Cooper, do you have anything? Yeah. So as I said before, like I really just like like creating an impact and like seeing like all the people like messaging me and saying like thank you so much. Like this has like helped me so much. And I just like seeing that like that's a success for me. And then also like obviously like if we can make money too, like that's a plus. But it's all I, I really just enjoy like the impact of other people. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And I think Alan, so you said that you think that happiness is pretty much what success goes off of. And I think good for you guys. That's the definition of success because progress is happiness and you guys are making a whole lot of that. So, so good for you, man. And, um, what habits do you guys have, have that have helped you in your journey? The, our consistency and like our work habit, just like doing the grind every day, the hustle, and just our work ethic of that, like, we're not going to stop until we reach our goals. 
And, and I think that uh, one thing is it's really, really easy to see you guys right now and just say, man, these guys are so successful. They woke up successful. It just happened like that. But no, it's, I mean, you guys are staying up till 1 a.m. every morning. You had to do that work. And I mean, it, nobody comes to be successful overnight. You have to, you really do have to work for it. So I think a lot of people miss that point. And so imagine that you guys get in the earpiece of everyone on earth. What's your message? What are you going to share what is your message for these people? Uh, I feel like this has been coming up a lot, but I really think it's a good point. Just like do what makes you happy. There's people who show up to Absolutely. their job, people who are just so like upset with their life and they want change, but like they don't actually do anything about it. Like they just go through life every day, like struggling and like wish that they could have change, but they don't actually do anything. Right. So like one thing I'd say is just do something that you actually enjoy and do what makes you happy. It doesn't matter what other people think. You don't have to follow the status quo. Just do what makes you happy. Mm -hmm. I think so many people miss out on the opportunity to do what they love. And I think a job shouldn't feel like a job. My podcast does not feel like a job. And I'm sure that that's the way it feels for you guys. And, and I'm sure there's hard part. There's hard times as well. But um, what advice do you guys have for younger entrepreneurs? Uh, in my opinion, it'd just be take action. You know, I think some two kids go like, oh yeah, you know, I have to learn how to do this first. I have to go to college and take a business class in order to start a business. I think that, you know, obviously they're going to fail, but I mean, there's so many things you can learn from failure. And if they just, you know, start the lemonade stand or if they just start making that online website, it's like the amount of things they're going to learn from it at such a young age that they, that they can apply over the next two, three years is going to be so vital. And that just taking action is the most important part in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So uh, to to that question, what what do you think are three ways that fuel listeners can take action today to become more successful? Uh, yeah, so I definitely think to take action, like you actually have to take action and create opportunities for yourself. Yeah, you can't just like sit on the couch watching TV, like and thinking about the ideas you have. You actually have to go out, create opportunities opportunities for yourself send that extra message do that extra thing to like create an opportunity and actually get up and do something yeah honestly i'd even suggest just making a list of like what's stopping you from creating this business is it the money that you need to buy a domain name if so then you know go go get a job save up the money and buy that domain name or if it's you know if, if it's anything stopping you you should figure out how you could stop that problem if you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so also i definitely think you have to surround yourself with people who are going to like help you level up, not somebody who's going to like bring you down. Like you got to like surround yourself. Like I know there's been a lot of talk about this, like surrounding yourself, like the people you hang out with are the people like who influence who you actually are. So you definitely want to build that inner circle and like to help create a more clear vision. Yeah, definitely. So to, to that point also is I think mentors are such a big part of our success. And, and I know I didn't give you guys a head, a heads up about this question, but um, who have been some of your mentors? Yeah, so personally, I don't have any like personal mentors. I basically learned everything from like looking online videos, reading a few books, and just like from experience. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, on, on my side, I haven't had any, haven't any personal mentors. Well, that, I mean, I think that's huge. I mean, podcasts, books, that's, I mean, that's why I do this. I think it's another big way to have a mentor. Lewis has one of my greatest mentors. I've met him once for 30 seconds. <laughs> we were like huge fans of Gerard on like, we followed his Instagram, blah, blah, blah. And now he's actually an investor in our company. So like, he definitely gives us so much advice and like, he's, He's like a mentor figure for us and uh there's also like a lot of adults 
who are actually reaching out to us to like give us advice and if we ever need anything they say we could come to them and they're actually teaching us things they actually are coming to us seeing what we're doing and asking to help us Mm -hmm. man how how cool is it that you guys literally just 14 15 years old you just kind of had this weird idea and then it went into all of this did you ever know that when you started a business it was going to be this successful um personally i think i thought i was very confident that the spinners were gonna were gonna do very well online um when i, when I realized that because the first two days when i made them i made 500 dollars cash in the first two days just from, from selling from kids so that's when i was like okay like listen if i throw some money at some ads i, I make a good looking website like these will definitely sell so personally, I knew that the spinners were going to do extremely well. Um, but on, on other stuff, like Cooper and I, for example, we, we made an app this summer. And in the beginning of it, we were like all hyped up, like, you know, we're, we're the new cool tech guys. We made an app, da 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 uh, Ended up being a complete, complete failure, but I mean, we still learned a ton from the app. Um, so, you know, that, that's I, I don't get too optim- optimistic about some things, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything happens for a reason. So like, if we didn't create that app, if we didn't create the other businesses together before, which did fail this opportunity never would have happened. So um, we definitely did think, though, that like, you know, oh, we're going to get a million downloads, like blah, blah, blah. But I definitely think that failure helped us into this success. Absolutely. So you guys said that you guys started an app this summer. I actually didn't know about that. But um, about a year ago, I started looking into coding, and I took a little coding course on Swift. And, man, I mean, that's impressive. You guys were able to get one up. I mean – I tried for so long to learn Swift, and it's really, really tough. My mind just doesn't yeah. work super well with stuff like that. No, I'm actually – I'm literally on the same exact board as you, which is why we actually hired a, a freelance developer. Nice. Yeah, so, because it would just – yeah, it would simply take too long um, to actually code it ourselves. Man, that's, 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 that's an interesting idea actually. So you just come, kind of come up with this app idea and then, and then sell it to this developer who makes the yeah. app for you? How did that work? Uh, it, it turned out pretty well on, on the developer side. I mean, it, it wasn't too, too, too pricey, but it wasn't too cheap. I mean, it, we definitely learned a lot of lessons. Like, uh, do I regret making the app? No, because of things that we learned from it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so if, let's say if I were to start another app, how would you recommend me doing? You'd say, so I'm just curious, you came up with the idea and then gave it to him and he just made it. Is that how it happened? Uh, well, yeah. Well, basically on freelancer or on what's the other one called they used? Um, the one we hired Jen on. Um... Okay, anyways, on Tech like Freelancer, you basically post a project um, where you kind of describe what your app is, not, not, not too much in detail, and then people will actually bid on it and try to have you pay them to build the app. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And we basically planned out every single inch of the app. We, uh, I personally took a bunch of graphic design courses. I made all the designs for the app. We made up some uh, templates of what we wanted it to look like, and he actually just coded it and made it functional um, on the back end servers, et cetera. But we created every single idea, planned out every single inch of it. And through the whole process, we learned so much information. So for the next app, if we do decide to create one, it will definitely be much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, isn't it cool how you, if you just have an idea, that's all you need because you can go online, you can take courses, you can learn how to do anything. And I just wish I could instill upon my listeners, like you literally can do whatever you want. All you have to do is go look up how to do it, make it happen, take action. Then that's all you got to do. But do you guys have a favorite quote? Uh, there's one by the, the Uber CEO, Travis Kalanick. He goes, uh, fear is a disease, hustle is the antidote. Um, as in, basically, if you hustle, you, you work your ass off, it, it'll basically solve the majority of problems. Mm. 
Now, where can my fuel listeners go find your products, go learn more about you guys? Where can they do that? Yeah, so you can check out our product at uh, fidget360.com. And then my personal website is alanmaman.com or alanmaman.info. And then Cooper's. Mine is uh, cooperweiss.com. And uh, our Instagrams are just our names, at cooperweiss, at alanmaman. And then you can also follow our fidget account at fidget360. Thank you so much, Alan and Cooper, and thank you all, Fuel listeners, for tuning in to episode number 50 of Fueled. Please leave a review. Go check out fidget360.com, and I'll see you all in future episodes.